Hello, and it's WDW Happy Hour Time. It is episode number 16. Yeah, right? Yes. 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 We usually prep my, me for that that uh, opening. Like Matt's always like, it's episode number blank, Catherine. And today's um, date is... Yeah. Um, well, anyway, welcome. We are happy to be back, and um, we have some like kind of exciting news and more info if that's kind of all revolves around Disney vacation planning. So Rob, why don't you explain it better than I can? Sure. <laughs> so um, we've been at this now several months and, you know, collectively, I think we've thought about how can we help people plan vacations? Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether it's Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Adventures by Disney, Alani, Disney yeah. Cruise Line. Well, we're here for you. So we are now <laughs> Disney certified planners, vacation planners. So if you're looking to plan something, want a quote, a no obligation quote, you could reach out to us. Um, there's a couple ways you could get a hold of us. We do have an email address, a new email address. It's wdwhappyhour at nevergrowupvacations.com. So we're doing this in conjunction with an agency called Never Grow Up Vacations. So if you search for that on the web, it's legitimate. You can see it's a, <laughs> you know, certified planners. Um, so you can reach us via that way. Right, so um, this is separate from our, um, we still do have wdwhappyhour at gmail.com. That's more of a general uh, email address. If you guys want to reach out to us, you have questions regarding the podcast um, in general. But this one at Never Grow Up. Um, I'm sorry, it's never, never grow up vacations. Never grow up vacations is specifically if you want to reach out to us about assistance in planning your next Disney vacation. Exactly. Oh. Yep. So we can help you with tickets, hotels, anything, Air, you know, airline tickets, all of that. We'll search best deals. Um, you know, it, there might not be deals now, but you book mm -hmm. it now and a few months from now, something gets released. We'll find you those best deals. Always looking. We could help with uh, fast passes. Dining reservations, a full Ooh, service. That's our thing. Ooh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So if you like, if you kind of <laughs> like our way of going about the parks and what we like to dine on and doing fast passes and things like that, um, give us a chance to to help you out. Yeah, and low pressure. We're not right, going exactly. to. We're not going to be like you got to sign this contract <laughs> and you're going with us. I mean, if you risk <laughs> we're stealing you. You're going on our vacation. <laughs> you're going with us. No. Um, and if you you know we consider ourselves experts in this in this area and we would love to help you out with your next Disney getaway. So yep. yeah, definitely so reach out to us. WDW happy hour at nevergrowupvacations.com. And we'll put that on our Facebook page yep. as well. Awesome. Okay. So, oh, you want to? Yeah. Well, now <laughs> we're going to do our topping it off where we feature a drink from one of the Disney resorts and Scott, it's your turn. Oh, it's back to me. All right. <laughs> um, we're going to go for mine back over to the, the Coke lounge. Oh. Uh, we went there this past trip down. It was my first time going there. And that's at Disney Springs. Disney Springs, yep. And uh, I got something that's a little unusual. It was a little off the uh, the beaten path of, of beverages. I got the uh, Celery Yellow Cooler, which is Hendrix Gin, Sprite, Celery Bitters, and Cucumber. Um, came across very refreshing. It was a little bit on the bitter side can maybe? you repeat that the, 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 uh, the, the ingredients because yeah. i'm into it hendrix gin uh -huh. sprite uh -huh. celery bitters and then they had like a sliced cucumber in it 
Like that a, sounds awesome. Yeah, it was. It, was it looked like good. a spa drink. It did. Yeah, yeah it, was it was like something you'd get with yeah, the cucumbers yeah. for your eyes yeah. or whatever. Um, probably one of the more expensive drinks. It was thirteen dollars that they have, but I think it was well worth it. It was. Uh, that point, I was a little bit on the sick side, and I was looking for something that was kind of going to soothe my throat, and it really, uh, it really checked off the box as far as that went. Not so. like sick drinking sick. You were sick like like sore throat, throat, throat sick. Throat. Hmm. So kill it with alcohol. Yeah, you know that's that's how you do it. That but uh, I'd recommend. I wouldn't recommend it if you're looking for one of their super sweet drinks. Like I think you had talked about. Um, the cherry coke ripper. Yeah, the cherry coke ripper the one time, which was a sweeter offering, and this was not that. This is something that's a little bit more. It is definitely a gin-based drink, so you have to like gin in order to like this. But uh, for someone like myself who's down with gin, it's a perfect option. Celery that sounds awesome. bitters. I've never even said that phrase. I know. Out I, know. I, I didn't really know Celery what to expect. Bitters. I was kind of looking for the strangest thing I could think of. But I didn't. I didn't know about this. Um, drink offering and I know that I was kind of critical of the coke lounge their alcoholic offerings because I'm not a huge fan of like um, soda based uh, mixed drinks like you know rum and cokes or jack and cokes or what have you but that sounds awesome because I'm a big fan of like uh, not really sweet mixed drinks. I like uh, a bitter or a, you know gin base. So that sounds. I might have to get that. Yeah, give I it a shot. Sprite's the least offensive if you don't like carbonation. Like it's yeah. it's it blends into the background with like a yeah, like ginger a tonic. Ale. Yeah, that and ginger ale, which is why people you know have those when like you're having stomach issues because they're easy on the. And I should say that this trip, I was definitely going with a mind for trying unusual drinks because yeah. you know now that we've been doing these topping it off segments it's for work it's, yeah, for it's, work it's a work thing it's, you know so this was one that i was <laughs> like i don't have any idea what that's going to taste like and i want to try it and worked out there nice. you go that's yeah. a very good one awesome well rob what do you have by way of news sure so um disney announced that celebrate the magic the projection show at the magic kingdom is going to be really replaced with the new show called Once Upon a Time. Don't so, sound so excited. No, I know. <laughs> it was a little slow in news the last two weeks. So this is going to debut on November 4th at the Magic Kingdom. Um, it's going to include Mrs. Potts from Beauty and the Beast um, sharing bedtime stories with Chip. Oh, that's cute. And it's I gonna, like that. It's going to feature scenes from Cinderella, Peter Pan, Alice in Wonderland, oh, uh, the many the adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Don't say frozen. Don't say frozen. No, it doesn't mention nice. that at least wow. in in the thing. That's so. surprising. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny that this came out because I mentioned on the last episode at the Halloween party we watched Celebrate the Magic mm -hmm. from the end of, of Main, Main Street. Street, and I was like, I, I was really impressed by it. Yeah, I don't think I ever, animation. you like, know, stood there the and time. watched the whole thing. And this will be cool. I'll definitely check this out. Yeah, absolutely. Does it say how long it's running? No, it just. It's. I think celebrate the magic's going to be replaced. It says its final pr performance is November third, and this is going to start November fourth. I, I so like. I don't think it's a temper. I think this is a permanent for until you know they have a new one. Until whenever. Yeah. Cool. Hmm. So the other news item. Uh, well, there's two more. Uh, Pizza Rizzo gets an opening date at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So that date is November 18th. Oh, yes. Um, so that's quicker than I expected. I don't know why. I just thought this has already been open. And no. that's a testament to how often we go and like <laughs> hang out around Hollywood Studios because there's nothing there. Yeah. So for those that aren't familiar, there used to be Pizza Planet uh, themed after 
the pizza shop in Toy Story. Yep. So that closed down, I think, the beginning of this year. Mm -hmm. um, and it was under refurbishment, and now it's rethemed as Pizza Rizzo. So uh, it's all from Muppets. Muppets based, yeah. So it's still two floors. It looks like the menu is still very similar or basically the same thing as what Pizza Planet had. Uh, the Except individual. for one item that okay. really caught my eye. The wild basil lemonade lemoncello. Yes. That Ooh. is alcoholic, I think. There's non-alcoholic offerings, and then there's, okay. and then it said <laughs> the lemoncello, and then it said wine and beer. What, the, the article I read about it, I can't. Confirm I or yeah, deny? It, the way they wrote it, it's not clear they're saying yeah, non-alcoholic peach bellini. I've never heard of a limoncello that wasn't alcoholic. Yeah, but a oh, peach yeah. bellini. Have you had a peach bellini that's not alcoholic? I've never I mean, had you a could take bellini. you could take the alcohol really out of any drink to make it virgin. Sure. Really. Yeah. Sure. So they said that the second floor is going to be Rizzo's Deluxe Supreme Banquet Hall, <laughs> where there's a wedding reception already in progress. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. So I'm into it. Should it. be it should be cool. Check it out. It there's not many quick service dining options at Hollywood Studios right now. Well, so now this, Backlot's closed, too, so it's right. pretty much it's, the commissary. The commissary, yeah. Is that it? Oh. And starring roles, if you want, like, breakfast or, like, Anaheim produce over there, like, what yeah. is that called? Fairfax Fair? Yeah. yeah. That, I mean... That's about it. And that's all open. Like, I, I like, especially on a hot day... I like to go inside. Yeah. I, I really like to sit down inside well, somewhere. It's interesting you say that because the upstairs looks to be open. Really? Yeah. Like oh. there's no windows oh, or anything. That's that's or it used to. Yeah, Pizza it was, Planet was definitely Yeah, it was very closed. much enclosed, yeah. So. Did we'll they, I wonder, did they way? get rid of all the, the like arcade games and stuff in there? I bet you they did. It, they, it, it doesn't like... mention that there's anything. I would hmm. think that'd be counter to the theme. Right. Yeah. Right. Pizza a wedding in happens. progress. With yeah, arcade, some arcade games. games. <laughs> yeah. It's a good wedding. <laughs> so this is right by um, the Muppets 3D. Yeah. Like behind Star Tours. Yeah. For those mm -hmm. that aren't familiar. Is Mom... I, we didn't even walk over there no. this last time. Like... What is Mama Melrose <laughs> now? Like, because, like, that I've, whole area... I've been there the past... Two years. It's just Mama yeah, but, but what, I, what do you mean? I mean, like, is is I, that whole walkway seems like okay? The streets of America is doesn't exist anymore. It's all boarded up. Pizza Rizzo is all boarded up, which is how I would typically walk to Mama Melrose. And we didn't even go back. So I'm thinking, like, what happened to that like Muppet shop back there? I think all that's still there. That yeah. just seems so disjointed. It, there must be no one back there. No. Because why? Why would you ever? Right. Why would you ever go back there unless you had a reservation at Mama Melrose? Right? Or unless you're going to see Muppet Vision, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I think it might the exit of that might out, dump yeah. you back there, so they get that traffic. That's. that's I feel like that's crazy. one of those places, though, Mama Melrose, where people do make reservations. So I mean, yeah, certain... Mama Melrose is enjoyable. Yeah. It's not my favorite. It's not enough but... to get me to go to Hollywood Studios in its current state, but I mean. Really? It's not. No. Okay. I, I like Mama Melrose. I really do. I, Good for you. I do. No. <laughs> no, I liked it too. I liked it too. I like the atmosphere. Yeah. And we went for lunch the time that me, you, and Matt went. Yeah. The first the first time. I think on the last day. Yeah. I usually go there on like the last day, so oh, I have like depression. this negative yeah. connotation to it. But 
I went like with my parents. Really? Like, Twenty years ago, Did I can remember. Was it there. memorable? No, they only had two I, pictures I, on the wall. I do yeah. somehow remember going there though. Like I remember eating at an Italian place. Yeah, with in the Hollywood red, studios. Red so. Not to be not to be incredibly pompous, but just based on the fact that I grew up in New York and I'm used to eating at really like quality Italian places like all the time. I grew up in Long Island and I had family in Brooklyn and so like I don't often go to like themed Italian restaurants. I'm very, very critical. So I'm like I'm not going this to This guy at Olive Garden, man. Yeah. It's, oh it's yeah, I only I only go to the nicest Olive Gardens is what I'm saying. No, so I'm just I, I don't I'm very critical. So Mama Melrose is not one of my favorites. Uh, same goes for Tony's Town Square. I just don't often order Italian food at restaurants just because I find that, you know, it's not What do you think the best Italian fare in Disney is then, Matt? I don't often order it, so I'm not really a. I'm 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 not a good. There's an answer, and you are not. With the best Italian yeah, fare. Yeah, answer it. Well, you've had Italian. You've had Italian food at definitely five or six different places. What's the best? Oh God. Oh, um, Via Napoli. Hey. Via the, but that's but that's hey. pizza. But oh. yeah, they have Via Napoli <laughs> is probably the best. But uh, but even. Via Napoli having good pizza. Oh, also, you know what I really like? And this is more of like a testament to it feels very like Italian and not like United States Italian. It actually feels like like a very authentic Italian experience is that wine cellar. The Tudo Augusta. The Tudo Augusta wine, wine cellar where you can get paninis, yeah. which feels like having been to Italy, that feels like the most authentic Italian experience. Is that in the Italy pavilion? Yes. Yeah, that's that the that one, one where okay. we in January, yeah. all of us. Not to be too tangential about this <laughs> pizza Rizzo, which is gonna be super authentic. <laughs> so are you gonna hate that though? Because you're gonna be no, like, no, I oh, like I like pizza. I'm used to eating with New York rats. <laughs> These aren't like the rats. I, I eat with New York rats every <laughs> weekend. Why do all like uh, representations of animated New Yorkers have to be as the most obnoxious? It's like Rizzo and the Mucinex phlegm. <laughs> Like, that's what I think, like, that's what I, we have. It's like, hey, I'm in your lungs. Hey, I'm a rat. Whatever. Like, that's, like, there's no, like, positive animated New York figure. Like, point, f find me one, listeners, because there's not one. Well, Oliver's from New York and Oliver and Company. Yeah, but and he's, he's a little. cute. Sure. But he's not, like, a stereo, he's not, like, a, you know, a stereotype of. Yeah, well, stereotypes are bad, then. I, I guess. I mean, I, I guess there's a bit of truth in them. You so. might be able to get some sort of a, a settlement from Disney for uh, the characterization Traumatic. of your people. Yeah, what do I people. Yeah, and don't get me started on... I, I have a blog post that I never published of, like, my 20 favorite... Um, New Yorkers in Disney movies that have no reason for being in there. Like, like LeFou. LeFou. It takes place in France. Why does why is LeFou like, Hey there, Gaston! No big deal, right? You're the best! Like, what French accent is that? Like, LeFou's from Brooklyn, and he sucks. And that, like, pops up in, like, every single Disney movie. There's an annoying New does Yorker. Does Iago have a... Iago is Gilbert Godfrey. That takes place in the Middle East. You know hey, Jafar! Whatever! Like, ugh. I think New Yorkers can handle being made fun of. Yeah, you know, like they're not going to take offense to like, like you're pointing these things out, but like no, I, New Yorkers are tough. But you're that. clearly amused. Yeah, by it. yeah. Oh, it's amusing. It's just there's no positive representation. <laughs> All right, and maybe for that went off the rails. Yeah, wow. Pizza Rizzo. <laughs> we learned a lot here. Anyway, 
Um, so our last news item is Disney Springs is going to debut Christmas Tree Trail this holiday season. So it's going to run November 11th through January 8th, and they're going to have a tree trail uh, near the play found outside of Once Upon a Toy. And they're going to have 15 different themed Christmas trees. So some of them include um, Mickey and Minnie Mouse, Disney Villains, Moana, Cinderella, Alice in Wonderland, Frozen, 101 Dalmatians, Tangled, Mary Poppins, The Muppets. Yeah. So I'm definitely looking forward to this if we happen to go down at Christmas time because this is right up my alley. <laughs> Holly's giving you the side yeah. eye right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um, definitely check this out if, you, if you're going to be down there between November 11th and January 8th. Seems like a good option. Is I mean, not like a replacement for Osborne Lights, but something else to yeah. give you to look at at Christmas. I mean, yeah. and Disney I Springs can use it. Yeah, I agree. I, for sure. Um, I mean, we were we spent quite a bit of time there last January around the marathon, and like they had the music playing, but I don't really remember any like specific really good yeah. decorations down there. So that would be fun to do if you. Uh, I think Santa Claus is going to be there too. I just yeah, okay. that's yeah. So that's uh, I'm I'm reading as you guys were talking. Santa? So Santa will him. be in his will be in his chalet <laughs> from November 14th to December 24th, and then December 25th to December 30th, Santa Goofy will take over for Santa. Um, <laughs> He's a busy man. Yeah. So they're going to have things a, to do. They're huh? going to have a holiday themed DJ dance party. Nice. Right outside of Once Upon a Toy. It sounds like right where the trees will be. Cool. Um, they're going to have acapella groups, I guess, performing um, holiday songs. So be a cool place to get in the Christmas spirit. Without throwing us off course, where, where would you feel is the best park to be for Christmas in Disney? Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Not even a question. Yeah. With the Christmas party? Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that and the fact that the the um, the castle is decorated historically. I think I would have disagreed with you. I think the Osborne lights would have taken you there, but uh, maybe not anymore. They are not there anymore. I know. I know. I I, I don't know. I just feel it. like walking down Main Street and they're all decorated. You got tinsel. You got the stars. castle lighting. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's. I think too. Like I could. I a vivid memory from childhood is like coming home from church. And then putting on the Christmas Day Parade from Disney, mm -hmm. and and I know it's spoiler alert, it's it's not, it's not live, <laughs> which I thought it was, but um, just seeing that and like being in that environment, I think would just be really cool. Guys, nothing says Christmas like Kilimanjaro Safari. <laughs> right. Right. right, they put bows on all the animals. Yeah. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> the lions pop out of boxes. Although I thought. Um, I don't know. I like Autumn the best at Magic Kingdom. Autumn's my favorite, like, Magic Kingdom season. I think they, like, the pumpkins above the train trestle and the, uh, the, the buntings, yeah, the, like, the, the fall, the leaves, the fall yeah, the, buntings. I think, and I like the Halloween party more than I like the Christmas party. Oh, certainly. Yeah. So, the, I mean, yeah. if we're I saying our favorite, our favorite season at the Magic Kingdom, mine is probably fall, but I really, I don't know. I really like the Osborne lights, and I, I don't know, yeah. think I really appreciated them that much when we were there last year. I was looking at photos just the other day of us at the Osborne lights, and they're phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, what yeah. a cool like area. That's sad that they're gone, but I'm sure they're 
cooking up something way better oh. back there, right? Some someday, right? Yeah, in like twenty years. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Anyway, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Nice. Carry on. All right. So. Is that it for news? Yeah. All right. So for our main topic, um, I know that uh, people have wanted to get to know us a little bit better, and uh, on our first episode we ever recorded that actually has never been released, we were the ninth episode. hour was conceived. We were all at the bar beforehand, and we did this like crazy tangential, really, really long podcast. This to put some historical perspective here, we kind of decided to do this podcast like drinking at the bar and be like, "We should do a podcast, totally. We should do it right now." And went back to our house, mine and Catherine's, and recorded two back-to-back episodes. Very late, very um, drunk. Beer fueled, really not together podcast. Not the best quality for our listeners. I listened to them. I listened to them the next day, and I was like, "This is unlistenable." I think you said it was garbage. That sounds right. I said this. This cannot be released. But but it had potential, and thus WDW Happy Hour was born. Yeah. So, well, in that episode, we really got into our favorite. We talked about like how we became Disney fans, but we got into its relationship with the park with each of our favorite attractions and our least favorite attractions. And we also kind of talked about like Disney characters and Disney movies. So we're going to talk about that now in a less out of control environment. <laughs> and from what I know about the internet is it loves lists. You guys <laughs> love lists. So here's a list for you guys. You're going to love it. Our, our favorite and our least favorite attractions at the parks and our favorite Disney movies. All right. So before we started recording, we were all just talking, but Matt was staring at his phone and not talking to us. So since he's been doing all the research, he's going to go first. So Boom. Matt. <laughs> I felt that the best way to do this was to segment it by, well, are we doing, are we doing um, our attractions first? Or are we doing movies first? Let's do attractions first. Okay. It's easiest to go through the parks. And for everyone that knows me, my favorite Disney attraction um, at all the four parks is Space Mountain. I love it. It's the perfect amount of um, a thrill ride. The theming is good. The I just, I don't know what it is. It has a certain, uh, it has a certain thing that I can't exactly put my finger on that just makes it such a great indelible experience. And I, I love the roller coaster type ride in the dark <laughs> and for people who have ridden uh, space mountain uh, i'm sure that many people share the same feeling as me this is a very non-controversial pick um and so that's my choice at magic kingdom my least favorite is is stitch's great escape that, that ride <laughs> that doesn't goes exist with anymore that. though well, it does it does and uh, it sucks seasonal operation Oh, but that's like saying my least favorite is Sounds Dangerous starring Drew Carey, which... Okay, I mean, do you want me to pick one that's actually I think currently... that would go everybody. Full-time operation. Yeah, full-time, full-time operation. operation. Well, I was really all in on Stitch here. Um, <laughs> there a wrench in there? Um, I don't know. I, I Astro Orbiter, just because the it has such a... I um, like Astro Orbiter. It, and and be the reason being is because it has such a um, non-efficient queuing process. Oh. Do you know, this is how I was thinking about it too. The, the 
quality of the ride versus the length of time you have to wait to get on yeah, the ride. Yeah, there's... It plays I, a lot into it. Yeah, I do a, a cost-benefit analysis in my head of, like, how oh long I'm waiting to how good the experience is, and the amount of time that you have to wait on average to ride Astro Orbiter is nowhere near equal to the ride experience you'll have. It's just, it goes around. It goes around in a circle. Like, it's not great, whatever. Like, you go around on little, you know, Astro cars, not a big deal. It's a good, if you can get it, and you can time your ride to when it's during fireworks, well then great. But like, that is such a limited window. But like, if you're just riding it during the day, like, you're gonna wait an hour to go up that dinky elevator to, like, just spin around for a minute? Like, there's so many better rides at the Magic Kingdom. There's no theming, it's just our little rocket ship. Whoa. Sorry, I got really... I didn't realize how this much is, vitriol this I had. This is how this is gonna go, because we're gonna all get so angry about this that... Um, <laughs> should I go through, or should we just do Magic Kingdom yeah. now and then we'll move on just mm -hmm. so I'm not talking for an hour, just raising Wait, my blood only pressure? Only doing rides in Magic Kingdom? No, or? then yeah. we're gonna go to, then we'll go to other parts. So we're gonna yeah. talk about So just like rapid fire part. your favorite and, and I mean, your we can do favorite. that, yeah, that's fine. Let's, let's yeah, just do hit it. it. Okay. So Magic Kingdom. So Magic Kingdom, and I'll do a different ride. I like Big Thunder Mountain in the dark. I think that would be my. I think I actually like that a little better than Space Mountain when it's when it's nighttime, um, for Big Thunder Mountain. Least favorite ride is tough. I mean, I would probably say T the People Mover is probably my least favorite. <gasps> I thought you were gonna oh say God. Tiki Room, and I was gonna murder you. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. People wow. Mover does not excite me. It's just oh. you know, it's like it'll take I up time. For you. I'm I know. a big People oh, Mover fan. Wow. I know, I know. That's not a popular sentiment <laughs> at this okay. table, but uh, that would be my That's favorite. So least much favorite. hate mail. <laughs> People okay. move yourself so, right out of here. You better people move yourself out of this podcast, Scott. <laughs> so I would actually agree with you on Big, big Thunder. Yeah, especially at night. Um, but I'll go right next door and say Splash Mountain. Ooh. I thoroughly enjoy that ride. And I enjoy the drop and the animatronics and everything else. Nice. Um, you get bang for your buck on Splash yes, Mountain. That is a long and ride. And Thunder. Both of those yeah. are like, well, Thunder is deceivingly long, but Splash is like a 25-minute <laughs> experience. I always forget it. Like, every time I'm on it, I'm like, gosh, it takes forever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then least favorite is the Tomorrowland Speedway. It's an abomination. Oh. It's don't go on during the day. It's it it's hot. It stinks. You can the see cast the suffering in the people's eyes. Yes, waiting the cast for members it. are miserable. Just uh, <laughs> it's just awful. The kids love it. Yeah, I. Uh, but for me, yeah, it's just I mean, you, I, I can drive a car whatever <laughs> right. I want. Exactly. So I would take that out of there. But I agree. Okay, my favorite. Of I thought that was it. I agree. Let's go. No, I agree with the speedway. That was torture when we went on it. Um, my favorite attraction in the Magic Kingdom would definitely be Haunted Mansion. No shocker there. Yep. Um, I just love the theming. It's classic. Um, great ride. My least favorite, probably Buzz Lightyear. Because mm -hmm. I feel like every time every I get time. on Buzz Lightyear, my gun never works. I don't know where I'm pointing, what I'm pointing <laughs> at. It's like, it's just, I, I don't know. I, it just needs... I, I think that Buzz Lightyear, with the the uh, contrast of Toy Story yes. Midway yes. Mania, before that existed, sure, Buzz Lightyear, fun concept, yeah. cool idea. 
But now that we can see how well it's done with Toy Story Midway Mania, why? They need why? a major refurb. Well, I think, yeah, I think you're right. Buzz Lightyear, because, mm -hmm. I mean, it's very old, it's outdated. Mm -hmm. There's so. no connection. It doesn't feel like there's a connection between your performance and what your score is. No. Like, you're just pulling the trigger <laughs> and the number goes They up. don't rehaul that area, really. I mean, I, as much as I love Monsters and Glass Floor, like, they could get rid of, like, Stitch, they could get rid of Buzz Lightyear, they could get rid of Monsters and Glafor and put in some really like relevant, awesome stuff and really revamp Tomorrowland. But you know, whatever. But yeah, I agree. Buzz Lightyear is a, a shadow is, of, of Toy Story Midway Mania at this point. Catherine. Alright, well my favorite would be the Haunted Mansion, but in the air of doing something different, I'm gonna say Carousel Progress is my favorite thing in the the Magic Kingdom. I love it. It's my favorite. It's something I cannot miss. I just really love the Carousel Progress. It gives me all the feels. Um, my least favorite is actually going to be someone's favorite. I hate Splash Mountain. I don't <laughs> like getting on it. I hate the drop. I hate how long it is before you go down the drop. And I just do not do Splash Mountain. But that's just my personal preference because I do not like plummets. So I don't like that 50 foot plunge. Yeah. No, thank you. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Too much, too much for me. Okay, I've I've got the wheel to this uh, oh, ship boy, right now, scary. so I'm gonna travel to the Animal Kingdom just okay. Okay. just because you know I I feel like that's we'll, we'll be more excited about the other about we'll leave Epcot till last. Um, Animal Kingdom, my favorite ride is the um, the Safari. Yeah, I love. I mean, I'm an animal nut. I just love. I'm a big fan of animals and. You're a big fan animal. Oh, phantom of gosh. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the safari. I've yet to do it at night. Uh, I'm very excited to do so. Um, I, I like Animal Kingdom a lot more than most just because I just, I love walking around, seeing all the wild animals. I like seeing some cheetahs. I like seeing some giraffes up close and personal. And it's, it's a really great experience. And it's different every time. Um, my least favorite in the Animal Kingdom, and there are so many to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Tri Triceratops spin. Have you ever been on it? I don't know. <laughs> you, can't, you can't say it's your least favorite. What if you got on it and loved it? And it's it? my favorite? I don't know. I mean, what else is there at Animal? Oh, there's two. I know. I know. There's, there's two experience. There's two experiences one. for me that I even care. That there's only two things I care about in Animal Kingdom, and that's um, Expedition Everest and and the safaris. And I like, I guess I like uh, Kiliman, uh, what is it, um, the um, Cali, River, Cali Rapids. River Rapids, but uh, I mean, what else is there? Dinosaur. Oh, I like it's dinosaur. to be a bug. Uh, yeah. I, I don't mind it's tough to be a bug because I like the hopper animatronic. So I guess that I'm going to go with, I don't know. Um, the Lion King show? Yeah, I am going to go with the Lion King show. <laughs> the Festival of the Lion King, it's overrated. I, I just, I don't care for it. <laughs> And that's all I'm gonna say about that. It's not my favorite. Well, I'll jump I, in and say my favorite is Cali River Rapids when it's when the temperature is appropriate. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not you know big on some of the other rides, so this is probably you know by default my favorite ride in Animal Kingdom. But I mean, it's got to be the right temperature. It's got to be searing hot to yeah. ride this, and you have and you to have be to have willing. Flip -flops. Yep, you yeah. got to be willing to take being soaked for the rest of the day because I think at least one of us has been. Every that time person. we got on. I don't know, but if it's hot, I feel like you're like 
air you're air dried by the oh, sun yeah. in like ten minutes. Because yeah. that park is basically in the Sahara. I mean, it's just <laughs> exposed and yeah. scorching and whatever. But yeah, I think that's I think it's a fun one. The um, thing about that though is you definitely have to prepare to ride that. Yes. Like that's not one that like exactly. I would get on the bus and then like be like, oh, we're gonna get on Cali River Rapids. Like, nope, I I can't ride that spontaneously. I'd have to know what you're getting on it. <laughs> yeah, but, so that that requires some prior planning. Least favorite? I don't know. I haven't even ridden that many rides in Animal Kingdom to hate something that much. So I'm gonna pass on on okay. least favorite. All our right. first pass. Our first pass <laughs> of this segment. Because if, if I if if I haven't ridden it, I can't say that I hate it. So like I've never even been on Tough to Be a Bug. I mean. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's surprising. That's because anyway. Rob hates it. Yeah, so. we, we just avoid it yeah. altogether. Yeah. The sky don't like bugs. So this is weird. The park we spend the least amount of time in has my favorite attraction all of Walt Disney World and my least a favorite in all of Walt Disney World. So <laughs> favorite is Expedition Everest. Um, I just love the ride, going backwards, the theming. I've always been obsessed with Mount Everest, so this is right in my wheelhouse. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. This guy's big into Sir Edmund Hillary. Yeah. And then um, my least favorite is Dinosaur. Yeah, I just, it's I, horrible. I, it hurts to go, like, my spine always hurts. <laughs> like, I just, I hate, it's dark, it's loud, it's annoying. And then to know what they have in Disneyland with this technology huh. and, and Indiana made Jones. 20 years it's just, prior. Indiana Jones was made way before Dinosaur. I know. Yeah. It's just it's the same ride technology. Right. So, I, I Has literally... Anyone, uh, ridden it when it was Countdown to Extinction because I have not and I don't did anyone? Mm -mm. I didn't. I heard it. it was a little bit different and I I, um, I never wrote it when it was Countdown to Extinction before they rethemed it loosely based around the dinosaur um, animated feature. So listeners if you wrote Countdown to Extinction I, I'm eager to know how it differed and if you liked it better or worse than the current one so let us know. Huh. Um, I guess my favorite attraction in Animal Kingdom would have to be the Finding Nemo musical. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh, I think Good it's cute. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a a very, it's a very nice, like, cool down, relax. Um, you get to hear Matt. You got to do the voice. That's <laughs> my Dan. If Disney, if you're hiring, um, I could be I could be Nemo. Could I know be. it's typically cast by a woman. You could be Squirt. Yeah. You could it's, be. Um, Beautifully done, uh, the puppet tree, like the things. Yeah, that, yeah, it's just awesome. My least favorite is Cali. Yeah. My only reason is the theming. Oh. There's nothing to it. Oh like, really? I went I like think the queue's pretty uh, well, the queue, extensive. The ride itself, when you're on the ride, yeah. I don't really feel like there's much. Versus when we went on Grizzly Peak at uh, California yeah. Adventure, yeah. it's just so much. Yeah. Scenery and mm -hmm. that's my only thing I don't like about that's Cali. fair. Yeah All right. Well, um, my Favorite at Animal Kingdom is walking out of the park at the end of the day because I <laughs> You have to pick Animal one. Kingdom. Um, no, I really um, I like I'll take one that no one said I think I would actually like the safari That's my like can't miss it Animal Kingdom, but I will say um Primeval World. Yeah. I love Primeval I World. I think it's really it's fun. It always makes me laugh when I get on yeah. it. It's spinning. It's like 
um, Goofy's Fly School in California Adventure, but it spins. It's really fun. I love that ride. It's like a wild mouse. I've also never been on that one. That's I funny. Can't it's your typical. That. It's your typical wild mouse ride that, but just spins around. Did you get on uh, Goofy's Fly School? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that, but better. Yeah, mm -hmm. the Goofy's Fly School. The seats were like incredibly tight. Yeah, I thought, that, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Primeval World. I feel very yeah candid. It does there. jostle you around, but that's the nature yeah. of those kind right. of rides. Yeah, I really, I really like Primeval World, but. Also, runner-up for the worst costumes in Disney is oh, Primeval yeah, World. Yeah. Just anyone who works members. at Dino Land. Dino yeah. Land, go kill yourself because <laughs> your costumes are terrible. My goodness. This podcast does not advocate killing yourself. <laughs> no, just kidding. Don't. One of my good <laughs> cast member friends worked in Dino Land, so don't kill yourself, Josh. Um, <laughs> and let's see here. Um, my least favorite... Uh, I second Dinosaur. I hate it so much it's worth seconding. <laughs> I, I that ride is putrid. I've been on it once, and once is enough for me. It is so loud, and just again terrible compared to what the potential of a ride vehicle and ride mechanism like that can can do. Not so, our dino. Not our dino. <laughs> okay. um, so there's the Animal Kingdom for you. Okay. So moving along to. Disney's Hollywood Studios, a park that is in a bit of disarray right now, I will pick the low-hanging fruit with the best ride in the park, objectively. <laughs> Toy Story Midway Mania. It's great. The theming, the queue, it's so fun. The replayability, uh, I, I love going there and trying to get the high score of the day, which I never will, but every now and then I get the best score of the hour and well. I'm well, we all know. And we'll I make sure that. everyone knows about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I love Toy Story Midway Mini. I love Toy Story as a franchise, and they do such a, a great job with the, the ride vehicles and the, the 3D. It's great. Mm -hmm. My least favorite is... Um, I would have said Sounds Dangerous with uh, Drew Carey, but that is <laughs> no longer... God, what is even there anymore? I mean, I love Tower of Terror. I love Great Movie Ride. I love Star Tours. What what else is there right now? Indiana Jones. Oh, I guess Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster. I love Tower of Terror. Um, I mean, I guess if we. Oh, I know. There's an the attract the Beauty and the Beast show. Oh, yes. It's <laughs> such a. So it is bad. just not of the quality. And the thing is, and I every time I've gone there, and this is must be based on their limited. Um, uh, Casting. Casting with regards to their performers, not you're not getting live singers every time. So every now and then you'll get a bell or a gaston that is literally just lip syncing the performance. And I've done that Beauty and the Beast show, I want to say two or three times, and every single time the the main characters of the show have lip synced. But that no one lip syncs like Gaston. No, he's great at it. But, I mean, that's such a disappointment because you've got something like the even the Little Mermaid show, yeah, which, is which is great. In or a little the black... Frozen sing-along, which you have people actually... Which are fantastic performers. Oh, to yeah, to yeah. see this uh, stage show of Beauty and the Beast, which is 
one of the best Disney animated features of the past 30 years to see people up there. And yeah, I guess the choreography is cool and the costuming, but I mean, you expect that from Disney. Uh, I want to see actual great live performers. And so I think that that show is just meh. If you've never seen the YouTube video of the guy biting it during that show, it is awesome. So look up <laughs> Beauty and the Beast show. Maybe fall. epic fail fall. Um, one of the servers has like a rolling tray and he just goes straight down and just the tray keeps on going. A little shine for you. Yeah, it's <laughs> But awesome. yeah, that's that's my favorite and least favorite. All right. Scotcher? Yeah. Um, mine, I, I actually, this is always a tough call for me when I'm talking about my favorite ride in Hollywood Studios. I actually think if Rock and Roller Coaster lasted for like 30 more seconds, <laughs> it might pass Toy Story for me, but it's such a short ride. I mean, I think that probably is my favorite ride after Toy Story, since we kind of already talked about hmm. that. But I can't believe I you didn't pick Star Tours. Star Tours. Yeah, but sure. Star Tours is... It's not that exciting for me. It's like, once you've been through it once or twice... You've it's seen kinda, most of the You've seen most of it, yeah. And at least Rock and Roller Coaster, you get some, you know, I don't know, intensity out of it, which I enjoy. So it's other than being a little bit short, I think it's a great ride. That would probably be my my choice for favorite, least favorite, and and don't get mad at me immediately for this. Oh, but no. I know where this is going. No, I, I don't know that you do. I do. I have never seen one man's dream be one man's dream. Oh. And that hmm. bugs me to no end because I've gone in there and I think I saw it when it was Good Dinosaur. I think I Ugh. saw it. When, they just use it as like a preview theater and I have never seen it as One Man's Dream. So I'm going to pick that as my least favorite For attraction. improvement. Mm -hmm. Because they need to actually show sure. One Man's Dream in One Man's Dream. One Man's Dream is great. Yeah, it is Like cool. the actual movie. But they don't have it very often. No. They always have crappy it's previews. It's right now. Yep. Yeah, so, you know, that's that's my complaint and that's my least favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. All right, fair enough. That's fair. The favorite, I'm Rock and Roller Coaster, definitely. Um, Toy Story's close behind. It, Frozen Sing Along wow, might yeah. be so approaching. Good. That like that's a, that's a one B. That was so much fun. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Um, least favorite, and this hurts because the ride, the theming is awesome up until. You have to fall, but Tower of Terror. I get anxiety anymore. <laughs> like, I did it two or three times, and I just, I get scared now. Like, I, my least favorite oh, emotion or, is being startled, and the, when that drop starts and you can't see, I just, it, I can't handle yeah. it anymore. Anxiety. Physically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You're All preaching right. to the choir. Mm, yeah. Um, I guess my favorite ride at Hollywood Studios Toss between, I like Toy Story. Great movie ride. Yeah. Classic. Love great movie. Um, yeah, I hope they can keep it. I don't want it to go away. Yeah. Um, my least favorite would probably be Tower of Terror. Because I, with exactly what Rob said, the anxiety of, I just can't do, put, put myself through that. The anticipation yeah. of. The theming's <laughs> awesome. Like, going through the queue and everything, up until, like, they sit you in. Even the cast members are really interactive and into it. Mm-hmm. No, the whole not, not for, it's not for everyone. No, no. And not for the majority of this podcast, which is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. We don't like thrills, and we don't care who knows. <laughs> I like them quite a bit. <laughs> All right. So um, my favorite at Hollywood Studios, 
Oh boy. Well, all the good ones have been taken. Well, just tell us what your favorite is. Toy Story is my favorite. I mean, that's like, if you could say, like, take me to Disney World right now, you ride, ride, walk in, do something, it would be Toy Story. Um, I love it. I just have very good memories there. I love Toy Story. Um, you know, riding with Matt is always uh, <laughs> a challenge because he holds you to a very high standard <laughs> as your partner, but it'll work. Um, as long as you break those plates, we're going to be fine. That's the one I'm good at, okay? Um, my least favorite, and sad to say because it's one of the OGs of Hollywood Studios, has to be Indiana Jones. Mm -hmm. I've done that a few times because I always have this like guilty conscience if I haven't done something in a long time. Yep. Like I like to do... like. I will do that like once a year when we go down. It's been quite a while since we've done that, but... Um, it just has never changed. Like I remember doing it when I was a kid and it was exactly the same as it was just last year when we all did it. Um, it's, it's, it needs a refresher and it's, I mean, it's so large scale too that it's a huge piece of real estate in Highwood yeah. Studios because that is sprawling in the back with those set pieces oh, yeah. and that needs to go. But I don't know, is that on the way out? I mean, I know they I they never so. really ne said that, but like, that's like right next to Star Tours. They could I get rid of that. I think people have been talking about that. That's like um, that's long for um, uh, replacement it, for years, but like, there's never been anything. People. It's well, that's it, true. It's a huge. It's probably the biggest theater. Do you think? No, lights, lights, motor actions bigger. Oh, guys, I said the wrong thing about my favorite. What? Because I can think of something that I love, Fantasmic. Oh. Big theater, Hollywood Studios. I love Fantasmic. I think it might be my favorite nighttime spectacular. Um, I love Fantasmic. And Does that count as a ride or an attraction? Sure, sure. why not? You need a fast pass. I thought you, you were going to say that first. first. Yeah, I pick, like, yeah. Fantasmic <laughs> is one of my favorites. I love to see it. And it has been so long since <laughs> I've seen Fantasmic. It's been a very long time, and I don't like that. Well, but next time. Next time. There will be a next time. So, all right. Okay, so we have one left, and that would be um, the experimental prototype city of tomorrow, Epcot. Community. Did I say, uh, what did I say, city? city. I'm uh, sorry. I'm thinking about progress city. <laughs> People little... move your way out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I misspoke. Um, yeah, we're talking about Epcot. Um, my favorite ride at Epcot would have to be... Oh boy, I, I straight up would have said Maelstrom last year because I, God, I love Maelstrom. And I'm not just saying that because I'm longing for what is no longer. You're a hipster. No, Maelstrom is just so I good. I liked Frozen before, it was cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with, oh God, Soren. I like Soren. I like the new Soren still. It's it's a great ride. Um. I, I almost went with Test Track, but I, I like Soren a lot better. I just think that it's such a well-done ride. It's peaceful. It's just, it gives you a really great feeling um, that they utilize the technology very well. Patrick Warburton, mm. what else can I say? And my least favorite is Journey into Imagination with Figment. <laughs> God, God, it's just... It, I can't do it. Holly's shaking her head. I hate it. I don't know what it is, and I, I really like, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Eric Idle. Right? Is that his yeah. name? Uh, and I, I like Monty Python, and, and he's not even enough to save it. I just think that Figment is so annoying. 
And from what I gather, he wasn't always that annoying no, and grating. So he was like adorable back in the old version with Dreamfinder, and now he's just such a little dick. Like he's just <laughs> a dick. And I want to go to the Touch and Taste Labs. Why are they always closed? Enough. That's Do you choice. like Soren more than Illuminations? Ooh, I see, I, uh, I, I haven't been <laughs> lumping night, um, Nighttime Spectaculars into this discussion, but uh, <laughs> if we're just talking about my favorite experiences, then yes, I would say that Illuminations would be my favorite experience. It's my favorite Nighttime Spectacular at Walt Disney World. It holds a very special place in my heart. I like, uh, I like the theming, I like the music. But yeah, I mean, that's, so I guess a tie between that and Soren. Scott. Okay. Well, you know, uh, I I frequently <laughs> wow. say my favorite ride in Epcot is Spaceship Earth, and I I think I'm gonna stick with that as my favorite ride in Epcot because it's so quintessentially Epcot and and Disney and Disney. And if I don't do it, I feel like I've missed out on a trip. Whereas I can not do Test Track, and I don't, you know feel like I've missed out on something critical in my trip, which would probably be my second choice. But, um, you know, it's just, and I think having, um, why am I blanking on it? Judy Dench? Judy Dench with the narration is fantastic. Get drenched in Dench. Drenched in Dench. You know, (laughs) (laughs) the only thing that I think they could change a little bit more often would be the animations at the end where you're kind of like where you're going backwards in time or, or coming back to the present. Mm-hmm. They could change that up periodically to keep it fresh. Yeah. But other than that, you know, the rest of it is I like to see that stuff, you know, go through the Phoenicians, go through the burning <laughs> of Alexandria, all that. I'll, I'll take that every time. That freaking newsboy that's inexplicably facing the wrong way, driving or, uh, me insane. What are they, what is the pokey stop in there called? Um, oh, Foxy Cleopatra? Foxy, Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown, uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> Her legs so are awful. so thick compared to every other male. Like Gutenberg's legs looks like like he has little chicken legs, and then Foxy Brown's legs are huge. And I love when that Respect. ride stops, like when they're either putting a handicapped yeah. person on or something, and it just stops, and you get to just see gets stuff. Just stuck there. Yeah, I'll take I always that. like it's to be ride. by the burning. Oh yeah, of Alexandria. Yeah, I think Holly, you sent me the the candle mm-hmm. the one time yeah. that was the Alexandria one that I. Have not yet purchased, but mm, some, so someday, someday, so that'll be how my house smells. Rob, do I get, do I get oh, to do a least favorite? Least no, favorite. shut up. Least favorite. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think my least favorite is um, Mission Space. Boy. Yeah, that's fair. You know, I wrote it maybe twice, and I, the, I I've talked about it before. The one time that I wrote it, and there was a spot ne- empty next to me, and I felt like I had to press the button. <laughs> yeah, of course. For the other position, yeah. or the mission would fail. You know? I wish it would fail. That would be great. That would <laughs> the make, ride just stops. You don't. Go. <laughs> you know that would that would make that ride better is if you could fail the mission if you didn't execute your duties. Properly. And then the remaining five minutes of the ride is just Gary Sinise berating you. <laughs> like it was easy instructions. You just press the button. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> all right, that, that's all. Carry okay. on. <laughs> Rob. Uh, yeah. So favorite is is Soren. Um, it's just fun. It's it, it's quintessential Disney as far as like the technology and like you're not gonna find a ride like that somewhere else. Somebody could probably prove me wrong, but yeah. I'm not aware of another ride 
like that. Um, not a huge fan of the, the newer version, but I'll grow to love it. Um, <laughs> least favorite... It's probably... Uh, it's probably Mission Space as well. It, it's just boring at this point. It's the same, it's the <laughs> yeah. same thing. Like, it's... Yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't have much ride of, like repeatability. No. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so All right. that's it. Not <laughs> uh, much to say. Hey, um, Epcot. Yes, that's a place. Yeah, yeah I know it's a place. <laughs> um, it's just so hard. I would say Soren would probably be my favorite. I mean, would World Showcase connect? be considered <laughs> eating and drinking around the world. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I know, like food I, and wine, does yeah, that count? I, mean, <laughs> I don't think that counts. Darn. Um, I guess I would go with Soren. I do miss the original um, version, the pine and the orange groves. Mm -hmm. um, definitely my least favorite would be mission space. I really think they can do more, like maybe change up the missions do different missions because it's the same yeah, thing. It wouldn't be that hard, would it? Just change. They do it with Star Tours. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, needs to change the scenery. All right. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, uh, uh I thought for sure one of y'all would say Test Track. No one likes Test Track the best? I like it, but not the best. Between Soren and that, I'm always going to ride Soren. Yeah. See, I, just... I love, love, love Test Track. But I, right, that's not a knock on test track. Yeah, right, test track's good. I but I hate that dumb car design part. I know. <laughs> Amen. Um, you know what? I'm gonna have to say something real weird here. I'm gonna go for uh, La Grand La 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 Hacienda. What is it? The Mexican boat ride in Mexico. Well, the Grand The Grand yes. Fiesta. The Grand Fiesta tour. Yes. American Adventure. Um, no. 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 I love no. Mexico. The Mexican yeah. Pavilion is my favorite place in the world. <laughs> One of them. At least in the top five wow. inside the Mexico Pavilion. Should be noted that Catherine's never actually been to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, it is. But I'm in Disney in Mexico. Even better. Um, so I just love that pavilion. And I mean, is it the best ride in Epcot? No, it doesn't beat Test Track, but it's in my favorite place in Epcot. I actually thought about that as well because I could remember riding that as a kid mm -hmm. like little and for some reason going by the restaurant there yeah. and like going down there. I like that part and like I, I like that part like and then when you go in the caves they could do something way way better with that I you know but it that front part is so relaxing and just I love driving by the little it's like the blue bayou mm -hmm. yeah I mean because if yeah. we were talking favorite Disneyland pirates would be very high up there for me for the same reason okay. that I like the atmosphere and the driving by the it would have been maelstrom also I would have said maelstrom so good I am a hipster I find it interesting that no one said their least favorite was Ellen's universe of energy well Ellen's I haven't gone yet oh, Scott. oh so that's true you're right Him. after Matt tried to cut me off yeah. I'm doing the same to you Catherine um <laughs> probably Ellen's universe of hey. energy really oh, I mean I don't know what else Judy right now yeah <laughs> no I mean it desperately needs an update yeah. mission space sucks too I mean that, that whole area really could just use some improvement it's uh, a nice time capsule to show that ellen is likely a vampire because she looks so good and that ride was what 20 years yeah, ago yeah. She, she looks, looks the, the same. same she yeah. looks so good yeah 
So, yeah, I'd probably say that. I'm not not a big fan of it's just so long, and I don't really like dinosaurs, so that the animatronic part doesn't do much for me. I remember being terrified of it when I was a kid. <laughs> um, and the old, they used to have an old song like to that ride, and it was so much better. And it, well, better than nothing. They they don't have a song anymore. Um, that but, is a catchy song. Yeah, I mean, Epcot does need to be. They need to be more on the cutting edge of technology, and they ha they are with certain things like Soren and Test Track are good, but why is that area not debuting some like new and energy? fantastic? Like like anything? even like to do like right examples of like different forms of energy. Yeah, give us horizons have, back. Oh oh boy, here we go. On this. <laughs> yeah, Everyone it's supposed wants to horizons be back. the community of tomorrow not the present or it's the not... past or the 90s sure that is out straight up outdated right now we're ep cop not a cop yeah. <laughs> um, and a lot of things in interventions are terrible too yeah true i mean like have we ever gone in interventions and done anything no not just no. Got free i mean stuff. back in the day the, the first time you went to disney yeah like eight years ago and that was um, a long time ago yeah I, i'm changing my lease to uh figmento are yeah, you? Yeah, it's on the record. There you I go. I forgot about it. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. I hate it. Imagination yeah. is a blast. Well, there you guys have it. That's our favorite and least favorite um, rides, attractions, experiences at all four parks. I think we have a little bit of time here. We're going to quickly rapid fire go through our favorite. Are we or do you want to save this for another time? No, I think we'll just okay. real quickly you, you can go run through them. this time. All right, okay. we'll go. Um, I'm going to go and... Um, I have a favorite animated, a favorite Pixar, and a favorite live oh, action. Jesus. Look at this guy. No, my favorite animated feature is Aladdin, Ron Clements, John Musker. Um, this is the stuff he was looking at before, guys. So, like, that yeah. was just on the tip of his tongue. No, but I mean, it's great. <laughs> I love it. It's a movie from my childhood. I mean, I was six, seven years old when it came out, and it just left such a mark on me. I love Aladdin, Alan Menken, great songs. Um, my favorite Pixar movie, which is one of my favorite movies of all time, is Wally. -E. I love Wally. -E. What a great movie. It's such a great example of a film that does so much with very limited dialogue, especially in the first half of that film. It's so good. It's a beautiful, beautiful animated movie. And my favorite live action, which is um, not controversial at all, and I might be stealing this from Catherine, is Mary Poppins. It's perfect. It's practically perfect in every way. I, I don't think I have to say much about it. Catherine? Yeah, totally. All right, so um, my favorite animated, it's a, it's a true showdown between two. Uh, one from my childhood is The Little Mermaid. I was that kid who had everything The Little Mermaid. I love that movie. But as I grew older and grew up, I think I might like Peter Pan. Even more, I relate to it a lot now as an adult with a job that she doesn't like. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> it's, it, it's a great movie. And it's just so classically Disney. I love the music to Peter Pan. Oh my god, the vocal work on Peter Pan is amazing. It's they do unreal. not do that anymore. Like, if you go and listen to the... The camarada. The, oh my god. It. It's so good. The, the vocal work is unbelievable. And, um... That is all I'll say for now. I won't. I'm not gonna go into Pixar. I do love Up, um, mm -hmm. but I'm not. Matt stole my live action, so. It's it's perfect. Yeah, it is perfect. So. So Holly? are we doing like 
animated Pixar. <coughs> however you want. Okay. Well, how are the movies? The floor is yours. <laughs> so tough because there's so many good ones. Um, I guess one from my childhood memory is Alice in Wonderland. Um, just the whimsical of Wonderland. Um, Beauty and the Beast is another one. Um, and Up. Yeah. Up there's just so more I could add. I just yeah. can't. I, you can't ask me to choose one or two or three. You just can't. So. No. Yep. Uh, favorite animated is definitely Wreck-It Ralph. As wow. a child of the 80s and 90s, that like is right in my wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. I think I said that already. That's. I need another phrase. Um, <laughs> Pixar. I'm late to the game. I'm watching a lot of these movies. So, Monsters Inc. is really good. I really, really yeah, enjoy so that. So good. Yeah. Um, and then. I can't forget about the Star Wars franchise. Oh, yeah, for like, you going there. I mean, that's... And the Marvel movie. Like, oh, yeah. my gosh. All those are just so good. And I'm so glad Disney owns them. So to, <laughs> I can't pick a favorite Star... Probably Empire Strikes Back. Is but I don't probably, even think you can... You can't say that's a Disney movie because yeah. that was, that was right. 20 it's years before they acquired... 30 years before they acquired them. Yeah, you're right. But, but yeah, Empire really Strikes enjoyed... Back rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Force Awakens. True, I mean, it true. was really good. So. But that's a Disney movie, I would yeah. say. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll do three. Um, classic Disney movie would be, uh, I guess it's classic now, The Lion King. Because, you know, that was the time when I was watching Absolutely. Disney movies as a kid. You know, that I really relate to that movie. You know, because my dad was killed by a stampede. A wildebeest. A wildebeest. You know, Very so specific. It's, it's hard for me to talk about. And then, you know, my Uncle Scar was... Uncle Scar. Kind of taking over the family. Yeah. Anyway. Um, favorite Pixar movie? I really loved Inside Out. That, oh, yeah. And that came out at the same time, or close to the same time as Zootopia, so I kind of watched those at the same time, and I really had a tough choice between those, but... They they set the standard for me for you know new movies coming out. I I really liked it. Yeah. Favorite live action movie. I'm surprised nobody said it, and I I'm thinking I'm right that it's a Disney movie. Was Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, oh yeah, that is. That's a great movie. Zemeckis masterpiece. So good. I I happened to watch that not too long ago as an adult, and oh, it's so good. it's so good. It's like it's I so much better because I it. saw it as a kid. You know, maybe I was like five or six, but you know didn't make much sense to me at then but now it's oh. I, I saw it in the theater as a kid and but i don't remember i think a lot of anything. it was lost on yeah me. I'm, I'm that might be a good one to go yeah i think i think it's, it's definitely worth a rewatch because it is it's amusing and it's it's i it's definitely disney right I mean, oh yeah, yeah, it yeah, is. yeah for real. It's, it's robert zemeckis yeah um it's a great movie to watch after you've seen the movie Chinatown as an adult. Oh, is that right? Because oh, it's, yeah. like, it's, it's, it's like Chinatown for, for kids. For oh, really? Even, even like um, Hugh Frame Roger Rabbit is like almost like a not a kids movie. Like there's some really dark, it's not really. dark I mean, subject matter. It's like very noir and, and, it's great. and Judge Doom scares the crap yeah. out of me still. Yeah, he's um, very... I, I should say, honorable mention, I know I already said three, oh, but there are, boy. like, movies that, like, are your favorites, and there are movies that you think are, like, the best movies. This is a movie that, like, I just I love from my childhood. 
D2, the Mighty oh, Ducks gosh. are back. Oh my god. Yes. Lord. Was that I, the one when they had the all-star team of American players? Uh, yeah. Was that Joshua Jackson? As yeah. Banks, uh-huh. uh, whatever. No, Adam Banks was not uh, Joshua Jackson. Adam uh-huh. Banks was Adam Banks. <laughs> Joshua Jackson, Pacey was... Oh, what the hell is his name in the movie? I don't know. God, that movie's so good. <laughs> Keenan Thompson, the knuckle puck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get at me, D2. One of those examples where the sequel is really better than the original. You know what? Original. I love that movie too. I oh, yeah. there it is. Yeah. That is it. And they're going, against, love... they're going against the Iceland team, yeah. right? How good are like yeah. kids' sports movies from the '90s? They also have, I think, was Angels in the Outfield Disney. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also a great movie. They I'm... had Lightning in a Bottle with D two though. D two is so good. Um. Yeah. So, oh my so yeah. go watch that if you haven't seen it. Quack. 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 So this brings us to uh, the last segment of our podcast, and it is called Last Call. Does anyone have anything uh, to share um, before, we, before we stop the podcast? Before we stop. Yeah, I have two, actually. Hit it. Um, a new album came out this recently. Um, called Melee from Auntie's Beach House Alani, a Disney resort and spa, which are classic Disney songs, but um, re- reimagined as classic Hawaiian songs. Mm. Uh, and they are so cute. It's really, really good. We listened to it the other night. It's super relaxing. Just makes me sad that I don't live in Hawaii, but it's otherwise really, really good. Um, <laughs> So all of the classic Disney and Pixar songs. Um, and then another thing I have is, since you guys are listening to a podcast, I have a podcast recommendation. Um, Leonard Malton, who is a Disney film historian, has a podcast. It's called Malton on Movies. Not just a Disney film historian. He's just... Like, but he is a Disney film historian. Uh, yeah, but I mean, he's among other I mean, things. he's a Disney... Or he's a, a critic, too. But if you've seen any of the... Uh, treasure um, a collection, the Walt Disney Treasure. He does a lot of the intros for those. Um, but he has a podcast with his daughter called Malton on Movies. And one of their most recent episodes, he interviewed Richard Sherman from the Sherman Brothers. And it was and Richard it, Sherman's first podcast. Yes. And it was so good. Wow. I'm a huge Sherman Brothers fan, obviously. But um, yeah, it, it, I recommend giving that interview a shot because... You just the trivia from Mary Poppins and just working with Walt Disney is just the best. So yeah, good one. Anyone else? I've I've got one more last call that I was going to bring up during news, but I'll just kind of mention it now. There was an article that I had read earlier this week from WKMG Orlando that said that starting with the fiscal year in October. Walt Disney World quadrupled its spending on off-duty police officers patrolling the parks. Wow. So, you know, we've kind of talked in the past about some of the security updates and things like that. They really are laying it on pretty heavy as far as updating their security. Yeah, I was going to put... I was going to say a public service announcement. Don't bring loaded guns into the park. Yeah, that was another thing. Because two people... I, I didn't think it was... 
necessarily a news topic, but two people got arrested this past week. One at Epcot, one at Animal Kingdom for bringing in loaded weapons. They're going to go poach on that. But I think it's, it is relevant to oh, a podcast like sure. this because, you know, we've talked in the past about some of the Security. bad stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. this is one of those things that's kind of reassuring to yeah. hear that they're taking it very seriously, even yeah. from a, a dollar standpoint. So that's, that was my one That's mention. awesome. That makes me feel better. Yeah. Yeah. I have a quick one in video game news. Um, for those who are fans of the Kingdom Hearts franchise, oh. which is uh, um, a game made by uh, Square, who's famous for Final Fantasy, these are two games, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, were made for the PlayStation 2 back in the day, and they meld the worlds of Disney and the worlds of Final Fantasy into you know these great games. While fans um, patiently await for Kingdom Hearts 3, this doesn't have a release date, they just announced that um, this is a wordy title. Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 plus 2.5 Remix. Oh boy. That is the name. Oh, oh man. Kingdom Hearts H <laughs> HD 1.5 plus wow. 2.5 Remix is heading to PlayStation 4 in one... Uh, it's going to be uh, in on one disc or, or digital on March 28, 2017. Wow. It's going to include um, six previously released titles in the Kingdom Hearts franchise, which includes, obviously, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, the final mix, which I believe is only made available in J Japan back in the day, and then some other uh, four games that I think were made for like Nintendo DS and things like that. But for those who have PlayStation 4, it will be available on March 28th, 2017 to wet your whistle while you wait for Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, so this is in addition to 3. This is a, like a precursor to This three. is a collection of previously okay. done games remastered for the current console generation. Awesome. So there you go. Cool. Anyone else? Last call? All right, guys. This Thanks is a good one. Thanks for listening, everyone. Follow us, listen, tell a friend. We'd love to hear feedback. Our email addresses, we talked about both of them at the top of the episode. Um, if you have show suggestions, wdwhappyhour at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook. We are always keeping our eye out, so please don't hesitate. And uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Yes. Yes. All right, guys. Thanks All for right. listening. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Cheers. 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 <laughs>